recording now. Hey, uh, I got I got kind of a weird question. So you know how they say uh, art imitates life, life imitates art, whatever. Right. And you know they they pull stuff from reality and they make a movie about it. Like how they say, oh, you know, it's whoever pulling the strings or whoever controls Hollywood. They're giving us sprinkles of the truth, you know, but you know, kind of glossed over. So vampires, where do you think they actually exist, and how close do you think they they kind of are to like the characters depicted in movies or? <laughs> Like if there's like an actual list that in fucking New Orleans right now, maybe, <laughs> maybe, definitely they operate out of New York, but I don't know. I'm just, I just, I wonder about that. You know, I'm pretty sure there's like a Scorpio or a Gemini out there. <laughs> like, like what inspired the first vampire, or or what, or what? what? Not no, really no, what no. Vampire. He's asking if we think there are real vampires out there right now, <laughs> and and how close. Or what What did they take from an actual group of people and try to make it, you know, they kind of made them into monsters, you know? Like, maybe sucking blood is a metaphor, or maybe not going to sleep at night is a metaphor, you know, getting getting stabbed <laughs> in the heart, or whatever. <laughs> you know? Like, AG says you know more than me. <laughs> oh, bad. I know. I know. I know. You know? You know? <laughs> I, I gotta work on that. It reminds me of a uh... Remember the uh, Star Wars uh, bad lip sync or bad lip reading? Yeah. When Agbar starts talking and you hear the bubbles. Oh. And then and then he goes, you know? That's what it reminds me of. Dude, when I used to be in like middle school and like my mom would pick me up, I'd be high and I'd just be like fucking rambling like I am now. But I would say, you know what I mean? Like after everything, you know what I mean? And finally she was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> are we on crack uh, but but yeah i was i was rambling right there you see like what the fuck's wrong with you you know i mean oh, man. you stupid or something? <laughs> no, Dude, i always I mean, thought vampires were like what people thought back in the day that like people that had syphilis had or something like they didn't know what syphilis was it's like oh this guy's a vampire wait what are the symptoms for syphilis <laughs> uh it's a blood disease you usually get it as an std and it makes you go crazy does it rot your brain? Hmm. You get sensitivity to light. Really? No, no, I'm asking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, fucking Gizmo had syphilis, that whore. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, well, you can't see your reflection in your own mirror when you got syphilis. Well, the final stage of it can result in damage to the brain, nerves, eyes, and heart. So <laughs> you can probably think you've got sensitivity to light. <laughs> avoid avoid garlic in holy water. <laughs> yeah, they, they just made some shit along the way. I'm sorry, man. I can't go to church this weekend. Why not? This chick gave me syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, we're going to talk about what the fuck we have watched lately because we've been watching movies and... You know, like AG just recently saw some movies that they've been around for a while, and I did too as well. And I know John John's been rewatching some shit, but you know, aside from rewatching, have you watched anything new? Well, I saw or like Super within the, or within. No, I mean, not aside from that, like because we already we already talked about how you saw it. Saw so what? Super Mario Brothers. That why can't I talk about it again? Oh. <laughs> 
I don't know. We can't hear the episode. Fucking Spotify. Oh, yeah. Spotify is not allowing our video game episode to play for some reason. But it, you can still hear it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google, iHeartRadio. Just Spotify is not playing them for some reason. Spotify's trying to extort us. Yeah, they're like, fuck your show. Give us money. <laughs> fuck your podcast. So syphilis. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah. So you want? Uh, we're gonna start off with Asia. Like, well, well name okay. one movie that you watched recently that you haven't seen before. See, because I saw two movies today. I saw Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City. I hadn't seen that one, and then I finished watching Chronicle, which I started the other day. So Chronicle, I mean, it, I guess it is pretty old, right? What is it like? I want to say 2016. I might be wrong, but that one was, you know, I loved it. You know, just off the the clip y'all showed me the other day. And I was like, that's like super interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but that's written by Max Landis, the son of John Landis. Mm. Who John Landis directed Twilight Zone movie, or the, you know, the movie, and American Werewolf in London. Probably my favorite werewolf movie of all time. And I think the way the story goes, they got him, or they asked him to write the story for the new Power Rangers movie at the time, which is what, 2017 or so? And... Eventually, they were like, oh, never mind, no thanks. And the movie that came out, the Power Rangers movie, was pretty much like a ripoff of Chronicle. Damn. And even he called it out. He was like, hey, they just they just pretty much made my own movie. They, they, they just remade Chronicle and called it Power Rangers. Damn. And I like Power Rangers. And that makes sense, you know, because they fucking jerked them. Yeah, but you, you know what's funny? Um... It stars the, uh, damn it, what's his name? Dane Dehan? 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 Dude, I don't know what the fuck. It's like Dane William Dehan. But he's the guy that plays, uh, you know, the guy that gets picked on, the nerdy kid who becomes the villain on Chronicle. Mm. You know, it's funny that you watch Chronicle because he's in it. And then I saw Valerian for the first time, like, what, a couple <laughs> of days ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, reading comic books and all that shit. What do you think of Chronicle? I I mean, it was a story that, I mean, it's it's fantastic, but the way they tell it, it's kind of like, hey, this could happen, you know? It doesn't look as, I don't want to say unreachable, but just implying and having, like, the telekinesis and, and all that. I, I thought, like, it wasn't overdone, you know? It's kind of like stuff you would do or I would do, you know? Like, oh, okay, okay, do- okay, I see what you mean. Like... Like how we would abuse it. Yeah. I mean, we probably do some panting people and shit, but for the most part, like. I mean, yeah, you know, because I would think too, it's like, you know what, man, I would want money and I wouldn't want to hurt the innocent or rob banks. I'd go rob drug dealers. Yeah, for real. That's what he does. I think that it, it was cool the way when it showed him flying, but watching him fly, other than Superman and Wonder Woman, like the Lost Boys, they fly. But you can't read. You, they never show them flying, you know, traveling. The way they're showing them, like, in the clouds, you know, like, by airplanes, that's, like, super, like, like I really like that. That's probably my favorite part. Flight, in general, was, like, one of the top two hours somebody would pick. Well, my favorite part was the Magneto monologue, where he's talking into the camera, talking about the Apex Predators. Mm, yeah. That's the, he... that's the trick he showed me. Yeah, and then he crushes the car. Like, that is such a badass scene, dude. 
it's at that point where you knew this guy was going to abuse his power really bad. And yeah, he became a villain. And it's funny because he, well, no, I I, I was going to say it was surprising, but never mind because I know someone in his position, you know, grew up the same way, <clears throat> not with the parents, but just like, you know, bullies. Yeah. And I know like if they were to have any type of power like that, that that's the first thing they would do. They would go and take care of their high school bullies, even though it's been so long. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. You should never be allowed any power, man. <laughs> like, if this shit were to happen, no. Damn, I can hear the thunder over there now. Shit, I can hear it. My power might go out. It went out twice today earlier. Oh, I mean, it was for like three seconds, but, you know, everything fucking shuts off. Shit, I'm surprised my internet hasn't gone out today. Yeah, the internet was down definitely for like, by an hour. That was hell. My kids don't know how to operate without internet <laughs> i teach him how to play some board games the guy who directed chronicle directed uh the 2015 fantastic four movie and he wrote it too at least that's the one that didn't get made right or never got made no 2015 you're thinking about the the... people were extra mad about that one yeah you're thinking about the 90s one that one got made it just never got released okay that's what i meant yeah the 2015 was the one where uh michael b jordan was johnny storm both of those movies weren't received too too well, right? Both Fantastic Fours. None were. Like the one in the two thousands. If you had to pick, which one would you prefer? I mean, the two thousands one. I mean, it's I thought it was. 2000s. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I just thought the Silver Surfer sequel was garbage. And Galactus, he was a fucking fart. Yeah, it was bad. I I like from the two thousand one thing. He they nailed that, like the way he looked and just his whole little. Not being able to be with his wife, and like, that was the best part. But was, everything else, man, Doctor Doom definitely no. Well, that Doom was better than the uh, 2015 Doom. Oh, I like the guy. He was on Rock and Roller. That guy's cool. But just not for that. But yeah, they were both kind of bad. Hey, speaking of Rock and Roller, mm-hmm. I saw uh, Prince of Persia, and what's his name from Rock and Roller was in that. You saw Prince of Persia. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was it with Jake Gyllenhaal, The Sands of Time or some shit? Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Was that game any good? I I, I haven't it. played Sands of Time. I played it on 360 back then, but yeah. I didn't finish it. I was like, I mean, it's fun. The mechanics were cool, but I didn't really get into it. I have to imagine it's close to Assassin's Creed or something from the looks of it. I thought the movie was good, though. Yeah. What was the one? Oh, well, oh I mean, we're going to. Stick with Max Landis for a bit, because he also did American Ultra was, and Bright uh, and Bright, which is a, a, a movie I really like too. American well, Ultra I, and Bright. Yeah, I really like Bright. I really, really. I just can't watch it. I guess when it came out, like I watched it like three times, and for some reason, my little boy—he was probably about eight, seven or eight—he that he started cussing from there on out. Like I cussed you around him, but. Something about that movie, ever since then, he just, like, he learned so many <laughs> bad words. And it was yeah. normal, it was normal vul- vulgarity. It wasn't, like, a Quentin Tarantino movie, but, so, like, I just never watched it again. I was like, man, this guy. I mean, I cuss around him, but I blame the movie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I only taught him Jesus, Chitty, fucking Christ. That's it. <laughs> Did you ever see American yeah. Ultra? Is that Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, that's, that's a badass movie. 
I saw it once, but I really liked it. Yeah, I really like that movie. It's it's cool. It's that's just a straight up cool movie. With also, yeah. I mean, I thought Kristen Stewart was pretty good too. Yeah, she was. That was one that I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch it, see how she does, and I was like, okay. So far, everything else I've seen her with her besides like the Twilight movies, I, I liked her like uh, Underwater and then that one. I was like, okay, I think she can be forgiven for awful Twilight movies. I mean, it's not her fault. She was just being told. She was being directed. Was just yeah, following I mean, orders. She was being, yeah, she was being told how to act. So you, you can't hold that over her. Because... Yeah, that's true. She was in Panic Room, right? She was already. She had her chops already. Like by then, was she right. in Panic Room? Yeah, she was a little girl, the one that had this fucking diabetic seizures or whatever she was having, asthma. Holy shit! Yeah, she was in Panic Room. I need to see that again. In the Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas. Who was she? Pebbles. Ring toss girl. She was like an extra. Zathura? I never seen that one. That one looks interesting though. That's another one that it's I space, wonder. It's space Jumanji. Yes, that's basically what it is. Yeah. It's the same kind of right in the same universe kind of. Or not universe, but whoever made the game or the movie, there's some correlation. I have no clue. I wanna say I unless that's just what the tagline was. Oh, it's you know, Jumanji in space. It's like Skyrim with guns. <laughs> but what about uh, Resident Evil? Because I, I know, again, I've only played the first two Resident Evil games. Yeah, whatever. John loves Resident Evil. And I, I know he, I, he liked the movie. So, I mean, what did you think? Welcome to Raccoon City? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm asking AG. Oh, I thought you were asking John. Yeah, like, like well, how, how much of the games have you played? Or, I mean... I, I played... One, two, and three, complete, completely. I played four, but I didn't like it. I didn't like the setting. I didn't like five. Also, I didn't like the setting. Once it got like, yeah, once it got out of the zombies, and it was just like just sick Africans and sick Europeans. I was like, eh, I'm good. Well, what did you think about uh, Welcome to Raccoon City? I, I liked it a lot because they 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 did what the other movies didn't, which was gave you pieces of the game. On the one with Mila Jovovich, the first one, there's one scene in the mansion where they, they have like a weird shot, a weird shot of uh, some statue. And, you know, it's like one of the ones that would have the gems. That's what it reminded me of. Like, we have to get that gem from the lady figure statue. And uh, that's the only time I was like, oh, cool. You know, shout out to the game. This one <laughs> has like five of those. There's so many moments where it's like, cool, dude, they, they got the game right. Or they got like the telling of the story what the game did and I loved it. Doom's looking at us right now. It's like, what am I to you then? <laughs> am I joking? <laughs> <laughs> that w- yeah, I like it. And that's why I want, I want you to see it. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm not <clears throat> again. I mean, I, I, I just, I forced myself to play through one and two. I didn't like them. I shitty controls. Oh but yeah. Isn't Lance Reddick on welcome to Raccoon city? No. He's on the TV series that was ah, released. Okay. He plays Albert Wesker. Oh, they made okay. a show out of that? They made yeah. a show. That's one of my favorite lines from uh, Air- Airheads. Yeah, if you hear anything that sounds like a ghost shaking chains behind me, it's just my dog. <laughs> but yeah, but wait, now, what were you saying? Mm, what was I? Oh, Airheads. Oh, yeah. So No, we had some uh, some technical issues right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning storms, thunders, raining men. 
So on, yeah, Air, on the Airheads, there's a part where they're making, you know, they take a radio station hostage and they're making demands to the police. And one of them's like, oh, say some crazy shit, you know, so complete insanity. So, so they're reading over the list, right? Steve Buscemi is telling them, oh, we're going to order, like, just random stuff, you know? And then he's like, oh, tell him uh, to order 500 copies of Moby Dick, you know? And Adam Sandler's like, the book or the movie? And Steve Buscemi's like, they made a book out of that? <laughs> I, I, say I, that I remember that now. I, I say that so many times, like, on Reddit or other... Everybody, all the time, here they come, you know, trying to show how smart they are, instead of, and they're missing the joke. And then sometimes I have to explain it, and I'll even post a scene. Because, <laughs> I don't know, that's just one of my favorite lines on a comedy. My favorite part on Airheads was when uh, him and the cop are just there staring at each other. He takes a step forward, the cop takes a step forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, starts doing that stupid-ass dance. <laughs> that monkey, <laughs> like, that, that monkey robot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's like my favorite part of that movie. Yeah, but I, Raccoon City, I I really liked it, and I really hated the other movies just because they were had nothing to do with the game. Part one was okay; it was a stretch. Part two was they kind of had a, you know, something to do with the games as far as the scenery, but not as much as part one, or you know, not as much as this one. They did pretty cool callbacks to the game. There's two that were spot on, like. Iconic moments from Resident Evil. Ooh, thunder. So, Did y'all hear that? I hear thunder at my house. Yeah, I got thunder over here. How is there thunder in all three places? Is that <laughs> is that what 80% chance of rain means? Because <laughs> like 80% of the city is covered. Wait, so... <laughs> now we're, now we're going to move on to John. Okay, what have you watched recently that you haven't watched before? Don't say Mario. <laughs> Prince Persia. I oh. haven't seen that one before. Oh, okay. Well, we went into that one. Okay. Anything else? Uh, let's see. Something I haven't seen before that I just watched. Man, I can't think of anything right now. Anything I almost you, you... watched Postal, but... Oh, Alone in the Dark. But I only got through 30 <laughs> minutes of that, and I fucking hated it. Yeah, you, <laughs> you stopped watching it. Damn. I almost watched Postal. Which one's that? It's another Ufe Bowl video game movie. Man. I'm just going to talk about what the fuck I watched. All right. Go ahead. Um, I wanted to look more into the cosmic horror thing. And John was telling me The Endless is cool. It's not. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's. Oh, man. It, it's boring. Um, They, they could have made it a lot shorter. Just, you know, two hours is way too much. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I thought it was okay. Like, I mean, again, like calling it cosmic horror, it's stupid. It's like two dudes I go. I mean, what, what, like a, uh, I don't want to say a death camp, but like a death cult. There we go. They believe it's like some death cult, and they go visit them, and it, they they try to. It, it feels almost like Midsummer with the whole Heaven's Gate thing. That's what the movie felt like. And I saw the I saw the trailer and. Do you think it would have been more enjoyable if it was a better cast and bigger budget? or It would have been more enjoyable if it was shorter. Mm, okay. I still want to check it out. Because was... Midsommar is a long movie, but it keeps it interesting. Here, yeah. it was it was just very boring. And I thought the only part I thought like, the only part I thought was interesting was when the dude dives underwater. And he's like, I saw a monster down there. And, but they never show you what the monster was. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. Like, there's something down there. and. 
Uh, spoilers at at the end. It just <laughs> <laughs> at the end is it reminded me of just Quake, Quake Three, where it's just like warriors from around the universe getting pulled by the gods so they can just die over and over for their entertainment. But yeah, I was. It could have been shorter. If anything, it, it could have worked as a short movie too, like a short film. That would have been way better. But it felt like a waste of time. Um, again, I, I don't like stuff being called slow burn. It's just people's uh, excuse for trying to make the shitty movie they like sound good. Oh, it's a slow burn. Like, you know, it, it's boring. <laughs> like that's just that's just what I think. But uh, the endless. Yeah, I'll uh, check uh, it yeah. out. If I can find it, I'll check it out tomorrow. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Mm, okay, I got that. And yeah, I think it would have been way better as a short story. Well, I mean, they warned you with the title. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be fucking long. <laughs> like, there's movies I like that are long, but they keep, you know, they, they keep it interesting. It's not boring. Yeah. You know, like I, like I was telling John again, cosmic horror is just a lazy way of writing. It's someone who can't come up with an ending and they just leave it open. Like, there it is. That's cosmic horror. And so, yeah. The Endless was... Eh. I'm still trying to find that cosmic horror film that, I don't know, isn't makes me think, okay, this is cosmic horror. So far, all I've seen is just cosmic bore, because it, it's pretty fucking boring, dude. And again, we saw The Haunted Palace. We agreed it's not cosmic horror, but people label it that. Um, John, you saw the... You re-watched The Void. Uh, go over that again. What, what did you think? After rewatching it, I th- I thought it was like an episode of Stranger Things, mostly. That good or bad? Uh, I mean, I I didn't find it super appealing. Yeah, because that's the one movie a lot of people say, like, especially Reddit, like, you know, hey, what's a good cosmic horror to watch? And a lot of people in the replies put The Void. Hmm. So, but yeah, you, you, didn't know. Like, you, you didn't like that one either, or you don't consider it uh, cosmic horror. I'm- I mean, you could probably consider it cosmic horror, but I mean, on the same level where they're like pulling some monster out of another dimension into this one. Yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever. And uh, another movie I saw was Smile. Came out last year. And it's directed by by Parker Finn. So here's the thing. I like to go on YouTube and just type a short horror film. And you, you, you get a lot of cool stuff. Well... I I saw one called Laura Hasn't Slept. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll check this out. <clears throat> and it was cool. Um, for it being a short horror film, low budget, you know, everything was great. You know, the, the acting, the effects. I thought it was really cool. And it turns out that there were, I mean, I just saw this maybe some weeks ago. So Smile has already been out. And I looked up Smile. Apparently the, uh, it had another name when they were filming it, and it's called "Something Is Wrong with Rose." I I think it'd be better if they if they called it that. It just sounds like, oh, it's an acronym. <laughs> <Or acronym. laughs> <laughs> like it, it just sounds cool, you know. Like something is wrong with Rose, and you know, it kind of reminds me of those movies. Like I saw the devil. <laughs> like all right, you know that that's a cool title. It, you know, it pulls me in. I'll check it out. But here's my problem with Smile. I liked it. It just has way too many fucking jump scares. It's so fucking annoying, man. Like, 
why do these asshole directors, and yeah, I'm calling Parker Finn a fucking asshole, because he delivers something. He wrote the fucking movie, too. He wrote it and directed it. It's it's pretty fucking creepy. Yeah, there were moments where I'm like, oh, man, this is just, like, disturbing, and... Oh, wow. This is creepy, and then, boom! Just a loud fucking noise, and... Like, come the fuck on, dude. Like, you had to fucking ruin it. I really hate jump scares. I really hate the whole, now you're supposed to be scared. So, I, I just, you know what? I, I just need to find out. Is it the studio that tells them, hey, we need loud noises. We need jump scares. Like, is that something that the director goes to or the studio demands? Because, you know, sometimes they release footage of the test screenings. Yeah. Like, oh, this movie's so scary, and you see people, like, you know, with the night vision on, like, they're watching the movie, and they're all fucking scared. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, um, this movie could have done without the loud noise, all the jump scares, because by itself, I thought it was cool. Like, it, it's cheesy. It's one of those, uh, like John pointed out, like, it follows. It, I told him we should just call it the fucking tag your it horrors. <laughs> Because it's, which is funny because uh, as I was watching it, I was thinking, this reminds me of the entity, you know, because like this character reminds me of George and with all the therapists or not all therapists, but you know, but she's a therapist and there's another character that's a therapist and they're questioning her sanity and, you know, she's crazy, but she's, she's really seeing all this crazy shit. And it's like, it's like the entity without the rape and <laughs> It's it's pretty much just like it, you know, again, without the incubus. And right when I was thinking, like, dude, this reminds me of the entity. But right when I said that, it was at a part in the film where she's like, it's not a it's not a curse. It's an entity. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, it was perfect, perfect timing. Was the jump scares uh, predictable? Yeah. It's like, you know what the fuck's going to happen. You know, they're, you know, she's going to turn around and then just boom. You know, like, it, it, a lot of shit happened like that. It's very predictable, but they're just obnoxiously loud. It's so annoying, dude, that, you know, that that this movie, which had the potential to deliver that hereditary creepiness, or even Lake Mungo, or even that one scene that John freaks out on on It Follows, where that dude just comes out out of nowhere in the dark, from the darkness. You know, it, it just happens. There's no, like, loud noises. This movie needed that. And, dude, if I were a professional critic, I would give this movie, like, a fucking one, possibly zero out of five fucking stars because of the loud noises. They were straight up annoying and not necessary. And, again, I like I like the reveal of... The entity, I, I thought it was fucking cool. It looked creepy as fuck, but... Would you recommend it? If you don't mind jump scares, yeah. Like, I'd recommend it. But it's not like a fucking, oh, this is close to mid, you know, not midsummer, but... Like, oh, like, you know, it, it, it's it's a contender for the title right next to Hereditary or The Exorcist. Like, I I don't put it near that. I put it in a... I mean, first off... It's like when you watch found footage films, you're like, yeah, this is, it's a popcorn film. Same thing with this. It's just a popcorn film. It's about something where, okay, well, I'm going to tell you how it works. This, this uh, girl, the main character, 
Rose, she is a uh, a therapist. She's talking to a patient who says everywhere she goes, she sees uh, this thing that follows her and it's smiling and that she's going to die. And she sees the therapist smile. She freaks out. When she turns around, she starts screaming. Then she just stops and just starts smiling. And then she slits her own throat and dies. Like, that's just the beginning. So, and no major spoilers, you know, that's just the beginning. And now the therapist is seeing this thing. So it turns out it's passed through trauma. Like, she witnessed this person who had it kill themselves. So now she has it. She either has to do the same or commit an act of murder in front of someone because this demon is pa- it, it goes around through trauma or entity, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So murder works, but it would have to be unplanned. You can't just be like, you want to watch someone die? Yeah, check this out, you know, and then they get it. No, it's it's got to be like something that's going to traumatize someone, like murder, right in front of them. And only then will that, this curse, whatever the fuck it is, be lifted from you and onto the person who just witnessed it. it it's it's kind of cool. It's not bad. It's not as stupid as Bye Bye Man. Bye Bye Man. Like, oh, shut the fuck up, dude. Don't, don't think it. Don't say it. You know, it's, yeah, Bye Bye Man is the worst. But Smile, it's, it's not too bad. Again, it, it could have done without the jump scares. Yeah, that smile. I mean, again, if you don't mind jump scares, I recommend it. It looks like that. What's that one? Happy birthday or happy death day, whatever. Whatever that movie's from. There's two of them. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, did you guys watch the trailer or something? For a smile? Yeah. yeah I've seen, seen it. The, yeah, I've seen the trailers when it was, before it came out. It had a lot of good promotion. It was definitely, you, uh, it made me want to watch it. Did you see the movie, John? Yeah, I've seen it. What do you think? Well, uh, like you said about the jump scare thing, I got kind of tired of all the crescendos with the scary pictures. But uh, overall, I like it because it's got some good uh, shock value. Some yeah. Like, they, wasn't the reveal fucking cool? Yes. Yeah, I, I really like uh, this the special effects in it. Actually, I, I really liked how... Uh, What's her name? The therapist started to slowly go crazy, especially with that first student in the hospital. Yeah. And, oh, man, what did she do to him? And, like, the doctor was like, he's never had a history of doing anything like this. What's wrong with you? Well, one guy, the the, the, the one actor I really liked a lot in the movie, because I was like, oh, he, he that, this dude's doing a good job, was, a uh, what, Kyle Stephen Gallner? Gallner. Okay, I saw I thought it was an eye. Uh, Kyle Gallner. He's the one that played the cop slash ex-boyfriend. I, I thought he was pretty good. And also, Cal Penn. Like Cal he Penn, was the doctor. Yeah, he he was like, you know, the the boss. Kyle Gallner is also from the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, dude, Cal Penn. Is that a, got, is that he, Sean Penn's brother? No, Cal Penn, fucking Harold and Kumar. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. No, but um, Cal Penn got better with age, like way better. Like he, dude, he was playing a serious character. I mean, this dude's been like what. Always been a fucking dumbass in movies. I mean, I guess other than Superman Returns. He yeah. played a killer in, um, uh, what's that, f- Law and Order, I think? Like, even on House, he was a wacky guy. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was on House. Yeah, but here, playing as, like, a serious, um, you know, boss, I was like, holy shit, you know, I want to see Cal Penn in more, you know, serious roles. So, yeah, I, th- I thought he was pretty fucking cool in that. 
Yeah, overall, man, it was it was a cool movie. Again, just too many fucking jump scares. And I think they should have kept uh, the original title. I think it's the original title because I saw the dude's Instagram, the uh, director, Parker Finn, where he was filming Something is Wrong with Rose. And I guess they changed it to Smile again. It's a stupid name. Yeah, I just slid in his DMs and I straight up asked him if he was pressured. And I doubt he'll answer me. But he's at the level, I think, where he actually checks his own Instagram, you know? Yeah. I, I doubt he's that famous where he has somebody to, to run it for him. So we'll see if we get an answer. Because I want to know. And yeah, I mean, it was a cool movie again, but it was just ruined by jump scares. Okay, we need to move on from the jump scares thing. Damn. <laughs>